1: The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community
2: Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show
3: Good afternoon friends. It's David Anderson right here in the nation's capital. I'm your bridge building voice and so glad to be hanging out with you this afternoon on this Marriage Monday. And of course that's how we roll. We kick it off with Marriage Mondays every Monday and then Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then open phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Marriage Monday, and we're going to talk today about resilience in marriage. Resilience in marriage. How resilient is your marriage? How tough is your marriage? Uh, do you know what it means to be resilient? That means the, the ability to bounce back, the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness, if you will. It's the ability of a substance or an object to spring back into shape, elasticity, if you will. I want to talk to you about the elasticity, the toughness, the ability uh, for your marriage to recover when you go through crisis or difficulties. And so that's what we're talking about today. And I want to make sure I give you the number so you can give me a call. My lines are going to be open. Uh, The number is 888-432-7434. Uh, that's 888-432-7434, or just remember the word bridge, 888 bridge And that's what we're talking about today, how to toughen up, how to uh, make sure your marriage can bounce back. Sometimes you don't know how strong it is until it's stretched, and sometimes you don't know uh, that you can bounce back until you've gone through something. But unfortunately, sometimes you don't know how weak it is. And how easily tattered it can be until you have uh, difficulty. And so sometimes it's good to think about how tough is my marriage now? And is there anything I need to do to toughen it up? Well, that's what I want to talk to you about. So feel free to give me a call. My number is 888 7434. My lines are open now. I'm going to open in a word of prayer to commit my time over uh, to the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you so much today uh, for uh, this opportunity to connect with my listeners on the topic of marriage. We commit the show over to you now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, feel free to get a hold of me at uh, Andersonspeaks.com when we don't have the show. Or you can always go to my favorite uh, website, EmbraceGracism, EmbraceGracism.com. So resilience, how resilient is your marriage? The ability to, to bounce back, is, is your marriage pretty resilient? If it is, tell me why. What happened? How were you able to discover how resilient it was, and did you do anything ahead of time that helped you to strengthen it uh, so that it could be resilient? It's really important because uh, I think other people, when they hear testimonies of resilience, they say, "You know what? I can, I can, I can strengthen my marriage so it can be resilient as well." There's also something called psychological resilience. That's the ability to successfully cope with a crisis and to return to a pre-crisis status. Quickly, and everybody doesn't have that ability, and so uh, I want you to be able to have that ability mentally to be able to bounce back quickly after a crisis to the pre-crisis status. and And relationships can do that as well—not just psychological resilience for an individual, but you can have that kind of resilience, a relational resilience for a married couple. So it doesn't mean you're not going to go through problems; doesn't mean you're not going to be stretched. But what it does mean, marriage resilience, is that you can bounce back quickly, sometimes not as quickly as you'd like. Uh, and this is why resilience is important. You know, how how long does it take for us to get back to the pre-crisis status? Uh, you know, and of course, it's going to depend on how difficult the crisis was. Uh, and you don't want to pressure yourself to try to get back right away. But there's some people in their marital relationship, they can have a small argument that can last a long time. In other words, the argument is acute uh and it happens for you know a 15 minute period of time, but then it may take 15 days for them to get back be you know to where they were before the offense, before the argument. That's too long. <laughs> can I tell you, uh holding on to something and letting it last for a long time uh, it is, is just more damaging to the relationship. But it also shows you the level of resilience, or in this case, the lack of resilience that is in the relationship. Why is that? What is it uh, th- that is missing that causes the relationship not to be resilient enough to allow an offense, a repentance, forgiveness, and now back to making up? You know, that's what you want to be able to do. You, you don't want to be trouble free. I mean, we all do, but it's not a reality. Uh, you're going to have difficulties. You're going to have crisis. You're going to have things coming into your life that has nothing to do with you or your wife, you or your husband, but it hits you. And now you got to deal with it. It could be a parent uh, going through uh, a, a health crisis. It could be a child uh, acting up and acting out. It can be a financial change that automatically changes everything about uh, your relationship. It could be uh, the death of a loved one uh, that, you know, is really close to one of you, but the other one doesn't even know that well because they, they're a historical friend from before the relationship. You, you just never know. Uh, it could be your own physical uh, health report that comes through that affects you. You could have a partner that uh, is diagnosed with a mental um, a disease. It could be uh, an addiction. It can be a depression. Uh, It could be medication that changes them. All kinds of things can happen. It can even be a pet, um, you know, passing away. That can have an effect on you. That pet's been with you for a long time as a couple, as a family, or even if you got married and you brought the pet into the relationship, and so now one's closer to the pet than the other, the pet passes away. What do you do when your spouse is grieving in a way that's way beyond your level of grief? Well that's what we're talking about today. I've set it up. So uh, successfully the show has been introduced. Now my lines are open. Uh give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Today is Marriage Monday. We're talking about resilience in marriage. How tough is your marriage? And what can you do to toughen it up? Is it pretty weak? Talk to me. Maybe I can kind of help you strengthen it, starting with you and then hopefully with your spouse too. Here's my number one more time, 888 43 I'm running to my commercial break. As soon as I get back, I'll be taking your calls right here in the Real Talk studio. This is Dr. David Anderson, and I'll be right back. cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. That's
4: fine. Waterproofing perfect before the
3: Get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844 980 3707. That's 844 980
4: 3707. fine.
5: Join our text community and receive a free weekly Textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's INSPIRE to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real
3: Talk with David Anderson. I'm David Anderson, and we're hanging out right now uh, talking about marriage. If you want to give me a call, we're talking about resilience in marriage. How tough is your marriage? And what can you do to toughen it up? Uh, Resilience means the ability to bounce back, uh, the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, uh, the ability for a substance or an object to spring back into shape. It's about elasticity. It's about toughness, and I'd like to know how tough your marriage is. And if so, uh, how'd you get it there? And if not, how do we strengthen it up? That's what we're talking about. If you want to talk to me about the topic, my lines are open. Here's the number, 888-432-7434. All right, let's run run to Woodbridge, Virginia, and talk to Mark, who's on the line. Hi, Mark. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey,
6: Dr. Anderson, Uh, good doing pretty good good to talk to you
3: thanks for calling what are you thinking today
6: well you know uh my wife and i have been married a long time we got a lot of kids and uh you know it at this point it just feels like she doesn't have a lot of hope that we can ever kind of uh, maintain a marriage after the kids leave and you know mm. i talked about counseling and stuff like that and she's sort of not interested in counseling and so i've taken some um you know, Bible studies and, and things, try to do some things, because mm. I, I am, a, my, my gift is service. So I feel like if, I, if somebody does something for me, that means something. And that's mm. not her love language. Her love language mm. is, you know, listening and, uh, um, you know, uh, acts of uh, kindness, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm. But,
6: uh, or, but uh, so, mm. you know, I'm just trying to figure out, Right, you know, it's sort of bewildering to me where do i go you know i right. mean so i'm not really sure i can get her to a counselor right i'm trying to show that I'm, I'm, I'm willing to change and change some of the uh the things that were you know leaving her empty
3: such as but uh
6: i'm well you know it's uh i guess for me growing up is is whenever we have an argument uh whenever there was an argument i felt like it was getting out of control to me to get out of the situation before you say something mm. and that's the exact opposite um, of, of what she wants she wants to resolve it kind of you know duke it out right and so i've tried to you know stay in there and try to talk through and stay cool which you know is a yeah. challenge now uh, is, is her so. uh, is
3: her ethnic background uh, italian or puerto rican or anything like that by chance
6: Uh, No, but, you know, in some ways, maybe there's some, uh, you know, uh, missing uh, DNA on that side where she really is.
3: (laughs) Right, right. Well, you know, sometimes it's a part of the culture growing up to really uh, just have very robust conversation and like uh, Italian families, Puerto Rican families, but also and even, you know, just regular, you know, it could be white or black families. It doesn't matter if you grew up in a family where there was robust debate, uh, then that was actually not a – you know, the conflict wasn't scary. Do you know what I'm saying? Did she grow up that way, or yeah? Okay. And in well, your she, case, she
6: did. So her, mm-hmm. yeah, her her folks would would fight, and they'd apologize later, kiss and make up, and that was part of the routine.
3: Uh-huh. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. And it, so, what happens when when you guys get in a fight? Do, do you shut down and leave, or do you just kind of shut down and stay?
6: Uh, I used to always, uh, you know, w- well, when when I felt like it was it was. Uh, it wasn't it was no longer constructive and it was setting a bad example for the kids where right. he's saying things that are derogatory or demeaning and right. then it wasn't that it was it was getting to a, a resolution in my mind right uh, you know so I'm like you know I'm out of here I, you know I'll, I'll come back and talk to you when right you know we can talk as adults but i i don't see the benefit of of just screaming at each other and tearing each other yeah. down
3: and, yeah so you, you were know, you were removing yourself from the situation so it didn't get worse right. it sounds like to me well that's not yeah and then I, that's not a bad thing go ahead. but that's not a bad thing mark i just wonder how that translates into i'm not sure we can make it after the kids leave do you know what well, i mean
6: Well,
3: there's got to be yeah, more to well, it
6: well so there's well there there's there's other things you know uh, about that you know and so she feels like i i don't i've i've neglected the kids you know mm-hmm. for the same sort of reason emotionally detached mm-hmm. uh so i think that's that's probably the the big side of it how old are and the with kids her and with the kids uh the oldest is 19 mm-hmm. uh, and i have girls so what's
3: the girls, youngest so.
6: Uh, twelve.
3: Okay, so you've got a range there, and how many do you have in total?
6: Five.
3: Okay, so are they all girls?
6: No, the boys the youngest.
3: Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Are you different with the boy than you are with the girls, by chance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does she notice that?
6: Um, I I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. and that sort of was the underlying thing is I, I felt like you know that, and this was wrong. But but that, that a lot of the bulk of the communication and the training would come from her for the girls and that the boy was sort of on me. Yeah. You know, it was a very, you know, silly or not silly, but yeah. primitive way of thinking. But that's, you know, and I have sure. realized that in the last couple of years. But, well,
3: well, again, you know. I don't know. I don't know her. I don't know your relationship. It sounds like she's pretty controlling to me uh, and domineering. And, and so you, you, and you got a bunch. I am. Of, no, she is. Uh, it sounds that way oh. to me. Again, I don't know but uh it sounds like she's kind of domineering and controlling and so you got a lot of estrogen around your house so you're running away you know give me a break i need a cave somewhere geez louise And, and and so in a sense uh you try you're trying your best to to love on her but i think she needs to do some work here and you know, whether the, you know, whether there's hope or not, I think there's a lot of hope. I think that she's just controlling and that's one way to whip you into shape. Uh, it's so, you know, again, I could be reading into it, but you have a lot of years before the last kid's gone. Anyway, you got a good five years left. And so I would not, uh, yep. take this to, how can I put it? Take it seriously, but it's not a crisis. Uh, but you have enough time where you can begin to negotiate the relationship better, but she has control issues and you're one of the people that she controls with her attitude. If she's launching, if she's launching names at you and, and or saying things that are disrespectful in front of the kids, uh, she, she hasn't been checked hard enough to realize that that's unacceptable. Uh, you know, I'm still the man of the house and I still need to be respected and you know, that's the bottom line. So yeah, you can serve her because that's your gift, but there's a part of her that really needs to just uh, dial it back and realize that she's emasculating the very man she wants. So well,
6: I, yeah, and so I, yeah, I understand that, and and so you know, I, I hopefully at some point she'd get to the point where the counseling thing is. Yeah, was curious agree. about that as an aside. She she accuses me of being controlling, and I don't know, but. But I, I just, I'm trying to of yeah. me. I can't control her. You know what I mean? I, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't, I can tell her what I think. And if she wants to hear it, she does something great. But yeah. if, if she doesn't, then. But what yeah, you so, what you well.
3: don't want to do is be controlled by this uh, unveiled uh, or veiled threat of, I don't know if we're going to make it after the kids. Um, You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe it's deep in her heart. Like, yeah. do you feel like it's deep in her heart? Like when she says it, there's a sense of. Uh, sadness and grief, or when she says it, there's a sense of anger.
6: Yeah, sense of anger. I think she still would like to, to see it work out. I think the problem is, is that she just doesn't how, and she hasn't seen in me the kind of leadership and love that I think she was sort of expecting. So there's a lot of disappointment, and so maybe. you know, I, I, maybe I
3: don't. Maybe. I mean, you know, you know, it's true. And, and, and I'm not trying to get you off the hook here. But if you keep taking responsibility uh, for her bad attitude, uh, you know, and her always pointing a finger at you, then it's never going to get better. I'm not saying you don't have work to do, but I'm saying you yeah, al- you right. almost have to be OK with. And again, this is David Anderson speaking, not the Holy Spirit specifically, because I'm, I'm not sure this is of the Holy Spirit. So I'm telling you that ahead of time. Right. Uh, but. One thing I do know, um, women do need to respect their man. And sometimes they yeah. won't respect their man until their man steps up and actually uh, says what he's going to do, when he's going to do it, and let her know she's either with him or not with him, but he's not going to put up with it anymore. And I know that sounds really yeah. really weird, but if, if you put your tail between your legs every time she steps up, then you cannot expect respect. It, it won't happen. She can't respect a man who is always taking responsibility right. and putting his tail between his legs and saying, it's my fault. I've disappointed you. Maybe it was the way I grew up. I'm sorry, honey. I'm not saying that that's not, uh, there's not a place for it, but from what I'm hearing from you, it sounds like you're oftentimes taking on the, uh, the, the shame and the blame of what's going on wrong in this relationship. And then when you get, get in the middle of the ring, uh, you don't want to fight anymore, and so you go to the corner, and she's still swinging.
6: Well, just just a caveat, so my uh, my ego is not totally destroyed. Um, I have told her straight up. I said, "Listen, I, I'm going to stand up for myself, and I'm not going to uh, put up with this." Mm-hmm. So there's been times where I, I've countered things she said. Good. Just so that it wasn't that uh, you know, and I, I don't I don't run. I just I, to me it's more of a logic thing, you know. Okay. It, it, it's not an emotional thing. Right. The emotions are hard to deal with. I'm just like, you know, I mean, if you want to solve something, you want to talk like adults, let's let's, let's find a fix. Right. If you just wanna be listened to, I'll listen to you.
3: Right and you know, I'll sit
6: there with you and you want you want to vent, that's cool. I can take that. But yeah, this this nastiness, I'm not dealing with that. Right. I'm not playing the nasty game. Exactly. Yeah, so I, you know, I,
3: exactly. Yeah. And then part of part of part of responding to that then is when she says, I don't know if we have hope. You need to say, you know what? I don't know either. Because the way you're acting, yeah. I don't know either. We'll just yeah. have to wait and see. I'm going to do me. you do. A great. I'm going to do me. You do you. And you know what? Who knows? You're we'll absolutely right. Yeah. And you know what? That, then she'll have to really check herself. As long as she knows she can push you in the corner and you're going to be godly. See, that's why I told you. I'm not necessarily speaking under the Holy Spirit. If she counts on your godliness... As an excuse for her bad behavior, she's going to keep abusing you. And abuse is a strong word. Let me take that. She's going to keep dissing you. She's not abusing.
5: Well, She's just she, dis- she uses
6: my my uh, you know, because I get angry and things like that and I haven't been great with the kids sometimes. So she uses that as the reason, really not yeah. so much my godliness.
3: Okay, so, gotcha. Yeah. Well again, uh, you know, I know you have work to do as well, and I'm not making you out to be the savior, or the hero, or anything like that. You've got to yeah, be right, a good you've exactly. got to be a good husband. But when you're it sounds to me like you're really resilient and you keep bouncing back, which is great. Uh, but one of these days you bounce back it needs to bounce up against her so she realizes I can't keep doing this to you. That's just my two cents. Yeah. I don't know her, so please take that, all right, from me and let
6: Very it chew
3: on it and see where, where the Lord leads you to takes you, okay, Mark? Bless you, brother. <laughs> Bless you back. Thank you. This is David Anderson. You're getting my real talk, uh, and my opinions, as well as when I know it's the Spirit, I'll say I believe it's of the Lord. When I know it's from the Scriptures, I'll say it's the Word of God. And when I'm not quite sure, I'm going to admit that as well. And I don't have all the facts in that relationship. But my instincts are telling me uh, he's he's got a wife that has been taken care of and has been taken advantage of being taken care of. And, and she just needs a reality check. 'Cause she is not respecting her man uh and consistently and so she doesn't have respect for him. And that's often what happens in a relationship. You can literally, ladies, push a man into passivity, uh, and then at the same time not respect him because he's he's not strong enough. He's so passive. Well you pushed him in that corner. Repent. <laughs> and then see what happened. I'm coming right back. It's a real talk with Doctor David Anderson. <laughs>
0: to climb, but I, I got stamina, oh, oh, I need another lover, but mine, cause I, I got stamina, don't
5: give up. Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV?
4: I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas.
5: Hold on, hold on, hold on. You get up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free GetUpside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People
4: earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back.
5: You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free GetUpside gas app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code BUCK for a 20-cent gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 45 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code BUCK. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Download the free GetUpside app and use promo code BUCK.
1: That's B-U-C-K message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Paula Sajan from Annie's hit TV show, Flip This House, with a message for everyone who's worried about money and wants to start changing their life. Next week, my brother and I are sponsoring a free real estate event right here in Washington, D.C., and you're invited. In just two hours, we'll show you how to get started turning what we already know into income by tapping into the multi-trillion dollar real estate market. You'll learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in your area and about strategies to acquire income properties using Other people's money to produce cash flow every month. Financial independence doesn't just happen, you have to make it happen. So there's just one thing you have to do register now for our free two hour real estate event and take a giant step closer to the life you've always wanted. To get two free tickets to Paul's Workshop, text your five digit zip code to 37,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five digit zip code to 37,000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Paul's Money for Deals guide. Just
7: text your zip code to 37,000. Hi, I'm Adam Barada, author of the book, Gold is a Better Way. It became a national bestseller. It's now become a movement. My member site went live one year ago, and since that time, gold is up $250. It's outperforming the highest flying stock market in history by 15%. And for the first time, I'm opening up my live gold summit to non-members. This is a $1,500 ticket for free. Join me and my over 5,000 members via live stream on August 14th and learn the secrets to the next gold boom. The event is for investors with over $100,000. If that's you, text the words GOLD SUMMIT to 49776. That's the words GOLD SUMMIT to 49776. Get your $1,500 ticket for free for our August 14th live event now text gold summit to 49776 and join the movement text the words gold summit to 49776 that's the words gold summit to 49776
2: today is an encore presentation of real talk with dr david anderson we're not taking your calls today enjoy the show and i'm back it's real talk
3: with dr david anderson I'm taking your calls right now. If you want to give me a call, it's Marriage Monday. Do you have a marriage question? And how about the resilience of your marriage, the strength of it, the toughness of it? My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Give me a call now. My lines are wide open. Today's topic is resilience in marriage on this Marriage Monday. What can you do to toughen up uh, your marriage? What can you do to strengthen it so it bounces back quickly after uh, difficulties and after crisis? It does depend on the kind of crisis, doesn't it? Uh, but, you know, you can bounce back. And sometimes you won't know until your marriage is stretched, all right, and sometimes even stressed. You don't quite know until then how strong it really is. Is And so maybe you're going through a time in your marriage of stretching or stressing. How can we give you some encouragement along the way, maybe even some prayers to help you out as you're thinking about even going home? Some of you are on your way and you're like, man, I don't know how resilient this marriage is. Part of it is how resilient you are you know can you take it can you take uh uh another argument can you take another crisis can you take another diagnosis well i'm here to walk you through it talk you through it my number is 888 432 7434 that's 888 bridge give me a call now while my lines are wide open You know, uh, we see uh, some resilience in the scripture. It's not necessarily with marriage, but you see that it is with uh, your relationship with Christ where Paul says, I press, I press, I press, I press toward the mark. We see resilience in a woman who was praying to God and she was persistent praying, persistent, praying, persistent, praying. And uh, we even see it with God who says that, uh, you know, he, he's not going to give up on you, but uh, he's going to continue the work that he began in you. There's a, an endurance, if you will. And the scripture teaches in Psalms that his love endures forever so there's an endurance uh there's a persistence uh there is a pressing uh that that is important for us to develop as as believers uh but in marriage how do you apply that uh to your marriage well part of it is being able to verbalize your grievance to your spouse of how they offended you or how you're doing with the marriage not just with you but with us and to have those kinds of conversations where it doesn't necessarily break you, but it does uh, shake you and wake you and say, you know what, we do need to put some attention uh, into this. And maybe that's a bit of what happened uh, with my last caller mark uh before the break maybe his wife was saying hey listen i don't know if we're going to be able to make it uh past the time the kids leave so maybe that's a wake-up call it sounds like it is for mark but also she needs a wake-up call too doesn't she like i'm not always going to be here working so hard on this either we both have to work on this together and if you're not even willing to sit down with someone talk about it uh then maybe you're just talking maybe you're just talking out so uh any of you in a relationship where well, are just your spouse is just talking out well, listen, give me a call. My lines are open. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. Uh, that's triple eight four three bridge. bridge uh, I mentioned the definition of resilience in the first half of the show. I also talked about what it means to be psychologically resilient. So let me read this to you. Resilience uh, exists, talking about psychological resilience, exists when the person uses mental processes And behaviors and promoting personal assets and protecting self from the potential negative effects of stressors. And so part of resilience is protecting yourself from the negative effect of stressors. So that's a part of being resilient, not allowing yourself uh, to uh, continually be be stressed uh, and to put yourself in situations where you're less stressed than more stressed. But also it's the mental processes and behaviors. Uh, So being able to mentally refocus and process what you're going through. And that's what psychological resilience is. It's the ability to successfully cope with a crisis and return to the pre-crisis status quickly. Let me say that again. The ability to successfully cope with a crisis and to return to the pre-crisis status quickly. Quickly. So, how do you get through whatever the crisis is to return to that place of the pre crisis uh, status, if you will? That's what resilience is all about. And depending on how devastating the crisis is, it may take longer to bounce back. But a part of our faith reminds us that we will bounce back. We will be healed. We will make it again. We can come back from bankruptcy. We can come back from being evicted. We can come back. Uh, from a surgery and recover. We 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 will recover. You know, part of our faith is trusting that God will bring us uh, back to health and will bring our marriage back to a place uh, where it can be uh, intimate and one again. And so uh, I'm here to bring you some of that hope uh, and some of that faith and to speak it into you. If you want to give me a call, my number once again is 888-432-7434. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and now's the time to call me. we got about 15 or 20 minutes left, so now is the time to get in where we fit in. I'm running to my commercial break, but as soon as I get back, uh, let's talk about marriage resilience. How resilient is your marriage?
0: When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Seble Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Seble Digluhailu, a current doctor philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate
4: Waterproofing before the water
3: Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you?
4: Hi, Dr. Anderson and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Okay. They're outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. it was just absolutely amazing.
3: They have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a- call 844-980-3707 that's 844-980-3707
2: Our world needs strong, courageous, integrity-infused leaders. People are longing for leaders who will unite rather than divide.
5: You have influence. Come to the Global Leadership Summit and learn skills to transform your community. The summit features high-impact leaders like Greg Rochelle, Devon Franklin, Danielle Strickland, and more. Experience the summit at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia on August 8th and 9th. To register, visit globalleadership.org summit. Use the priority code radio. That's globalleadership.org summit.
2: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How are you doing on this afternoon? So glad you're hanging out with me. I'd love to connect with you to talk about marriage. If you'd like to go with me there, my phone number here in the studio is 888-432-7434. That's 888 888- four three bridge we are talking about marriage resilience by the way when you have a crisis, it can be even, guess what, a water crisis in your home. That's right. This is my Best Buy waterproofing pitch and because I've watched it happen. There's somebody in my church that had a, a water crisis in their uh, in their town home, and their walls were uh, uh, dripping and leaky, and, and they called Best Buy waterproofing. And my guys went in, and sure enough, they were able to gut all of it and waterproof the person's home and check it out. All they're trying to do is sell their home, but they can't sell it like that. So now the good news is they can sell the home and they can recover the cost on it in the sale because my guy was able to help him out. He also does free financing, so that's awesome. Uh, so if you need a waterproofing company, call my guy, com or give him a call at 844-980-3707. That's Best Buy Waterproofing. How about resilience from that? Huh? I'm bouncing back uh, from that. Well, listen, there's all kinds of things that can happen in a marriage. There are all kinds of things that can happen in a family. How tough is your marriage. And do you have a question about your marriage? Do you have a question about toughness? Do you have a question about how to strengthen a marriage that feels pretty weak? In fact, maybe some of you are thinking, I need to get out of this marriage. Well, give me a call first, would you? 888-432-7434. That's 888 433 Bridge. In fact, uh, Maria Ward-Weaver says on my Facebook live page. I feel like married people today walk away from their relationship so easily. I definitely want to see married people with the resilience that my parents and grandparents or that my parents and their generation had. Yeah, wouldn't that be great, Maria? For sure. A lot of people talk about how their parents have been married a long time or their grandparents had such a romantic relationship. And nowadays, uh, it is easy to get in it. And even to get out of it, now why do you think that is? By the way, uh, is is it that we have a culture that is not respecting resilience uh, and and the commitment that they have made, the vow that they've made? Uh, sometimes I think when one party does something wrong, uh, yes, somebody had an affair, or yes, somebody was doing, got caught uh, with pornography, or yes, somebody spent money on a card that they were hiding. Uh, you know, I mean, there are offenses that we have in our marriages, but it doesn't mean, well, we're going to throw this away. Even though we've been married for 10 years or 15 years, I can't take it anymore. And I don't want to live uh, the next 20 years of my life stuck in this. And so out the door we go. And a lot of people in our current generation uh coming up with uh, single moms and single dads. And shout out to the single dads, by the way. There are so many of them out there as well. Well, I want to know about you. Is there a sense of resilience in your spirit when you marry? Are you planning to marry for a lifetime? Uh, I'd love to hear from you. 888 432 74 Let's go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Denise, who's on the line. Hi, Denise, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
4: Hello, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh,
3: I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me today. What are you thinking?
4: I'm thinking today maybe you can help me because I tried. I've been married 26 years Mm. and I tried everything to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind going through the tough times, but going through it alone makes it harder, except by having God. That makes it easier. Mm-hmm. But what do you do when the person doesn't put any effort into the marriage, won't go to any counselor? Um, 26 years been married, but yet he we married, but not married. I mean, mm-hmm. he's there, but not there. He's in the house. But not there. So he has not been there longer than, I could say 15 years out of 26 years, mm. maybe maybe 20, but I'll give 15 years out of but being your, married. Your point years. is that
3: you're married to a man and you have you're married, but you don't have a marriage.
4: Right. Don't have a marriage. Mm-hmm. So and he's I, not he's not I,
3: investing in it at all.
4: Not at all. Mm-hmm. No investment. Um, I tried anything. I tried everything. Tried to like let's date, mm-hmm. uh, counseling. Uh, our children are growing up, so they they grown. We only have mm-hmm. one uh, young one left, and she's fourteen. Why is he in not
3: high in school. Why is he not invested in the marriage? You think?
4: I really believe because the things that we've been through in our relationship, mm-hmm. and I think all of them barred down because um, he don't like confrontation.
3: I understand. He don't like
4: to confront things.
3: Mm-hmm. So
4: little level, levels a whole lot. So when it came to something going on, I'll take it later. I'll handle it later. And then start to go year after year after year after year. So mm-hmm. when there's an attack on his family, an yeah. attack on me, he will not rescue. He would just fit, so I'm just saying everything. Do you feel
3: like he's passive?
4: Oh, he's very passive.
3: Mm-hmm. And do you feel like he is, is depressed?
4: Yes, mm-hmm. yes.
3: Is he low on energy? Uh,
4: even with that, I even got help with that. Even being depressed because I've seen it, and I even got help for him even on that. It's just that he just don't believe that he is. And yeah. like, I I think he, he don't have a father in his life. And and
3: how old is he? Is he Albert, in his 50s? Always, he, yes, he's 52 years old. Yeah, so, you know, here's the a, here's a thing. He's more than young enough to turn this thing around, but something's going on inside of him, and you can't figure it out for him. And You can try to be the best wife you can. You can try to serve him and love on him, but the reality is, you're right, he has to he has to come to a place where he gets help. I would have him go visit a doctor, to be honest, um, because when, when he becomes more resilient, when he becomes more healthy, he's going to become a better husband. But you've been pushing, pushing, pushing. Of course, I don't know your entire history, and I don't know how long you can hang in there, but you're probably tired of being um, married love, and not having I a marriage. It. Right. would you say? we just,
4: we in the same house, but we not, we're just there. And it's like, if I, he works, so it, you know, it's like I work and I just bring home the check. I work too, but it's mm. like, you know, there's nothing up he has no goals. And it's like, it's 26 years.
3: Right, right. I'm
4: done. It's like.
3: So you're shut you down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're shut down.
4: I just left him. I was just like, I'm just going on with my life. Mm. So, I'm just going on. You yeah. what? I got to help for my generation, for my grandchild, for my children.
3: Right, right, right. And I
4: just got to go on because. You know how you understand what you mean you've
3: been bleeding a long time. Yeah, no, I I hear you and I I empathize with you and I don't know what I can do to to help that situation. I think God's got to give you some more strength in order to uh you know love on him, serve him but not enable him, but God's got to wake him up too. So maybe your leaving uh will actually be a trigger to help him realize that there's a crisis cuz men don't move unless there's a crisis. And so it's not until there's a well, crisis. A crisis. <laughs> yeah. So mm, let me, let me say, let me say a, me say a prayer for God. you, it Denise. Right. Denise, let me pray before this break. Yeah. Cause it's coming up. Father, I lift up Denise and I pray for her husband, Lord, that you'd bring an awakening, that you'd bring life to that, which seems dead. So we ask that you touch it, not only in Denise, but also in her husband, do something special, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we're praying this prayer of faith. Amen. And amen
7: and i'll
8: be the first tell you you were right hi don crow here for passport auto group a family owned business with a stellar reputation for superior customer service before during and long after the sale a mission and goal to which they've been committed for the past 25 years. And now when you visit PassportAuto.com on the web, you can take your own virtual Internet tour to enhance your buying experience and help you get to know their dealerships online. Just go to PassportAuto.com, browse their amazing inventory, Schedule a test drive of that vehicle you've been thinking about. Investigate financing, lease options, and much more. Whether you're thinking about a BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, or Mini, or whether you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, Passport Auto Group is waiting to serve you right now. And I also want to tell you that as a longtime customer of Passport, I can assure you they do what they say they'll do, and they do it right. Passport Auto Group. Serving the Washington, D.C. metro area for 25 years. PassportAuto.com
0: Names matter. Your name. The name you've made for yourself. And the name of the company you represent. Because of you, their names people can trust. That's why at 4imprint, every name and logo is printed with certainty. We pay attention to every detail. Because we know the way your name appears is the way it's remembered. So you'll know for certain that every item, from the right apparel to the most popular tech items, will be right the first time, on time, every time, at a great price, guaranteed. Because when you have passion, integrity, and certainty, the only name they'll remember is yours. Explore thousands of promotional products at 4imprint.com. That's the number 4. imprint.com. 4imprint. For certain.
1: Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Paula Sajan from AE's hit TV show Flip This House with the message for everyone who's worried about money and wants to start changing their life. Next week, my brother and I are sponsoring a free real estate event right here in Washington, DC. And you're invited. In just two hours, we'll show you how to get started turning what we already know into income by tapping into the multi-trillion dollar real estate market. You'll learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in your area, and about strategies to acquire income properties using other- Other people's money to produce cash flow every month. Financial independence doesn't just happen. You have to make it happen. So there's just one thing you have to do. Register now for our free two-hour real estate event and take a giant step closer to the life you've always wanted. To get two free tickets to Paul's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 37000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 37000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Paul's Money for Deals guide. Just text your zip code to 37000
2: producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the Donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com.
3: And thank you so much for your support. I appreciate all of it. And on my Facebook Live page, uh, Francos uh, Vance says, I feel like married people are not willing to accept feedback from each other because they are too close to each other to be open for change. Well, you may be right about that. And to the rest of you who are on my Facebook page, hello and thank you for being there. I appreciate you. Let me go right back to the phone lines and talk to Stan, who's from Bowie, Maryland. Hi, Stan. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
9: I'm great, Dr. Anderson. How are you?
3: I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for calling. What's your quick comment or question, please?
9: Well, I, I just want to make a quick comment. Um, me and my wife have been married for 18 years. Uh, we've worked together for 12 years full-time mm-hmm. in business, and we have an awesome marriage because mm-hmm. we learned early in our marriage to um, – you know, I learned how to love her the way that she needs to be loved and not mm. the way that I need to be loved and vice versa. Mm. And, you know, I understand her love language and she understand mine. We have, we've had a great marriage. I thank God for it.
3: Well, that's a blessing and a great testimony, Stan. Thank you so much for calling and bringing that to my show. Let's get one last call in. Chris is in Washington, D.C. Hey, Chris, welcome to the show. How are you, sir?
9: Hey, I'm always blessed when I'm hearing your show, man.
3: (laughs) Thanks a lot, my friend. So, what are you thinking today?
9: Um, Well, you know, I listen to you all the time. I make sure I listen to you on Mondays. You know, I'm going through a tough time in my marriage also. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I got to count, you know, after going to counseling a little bit, you know, I realized that. You know it's an old cliche but commu- communication is definitely the key you know mm. people always talk about communication right. it's definitely a key but also I think the thing is don't let the problems get too big before you try to address it you know mm-hmm. in my marriage here you know you wait four and a half years before you even address the problem don't let it keep building up because all right. it's going to do is make it worse so yeah, when you see point. something say something that's what I say because that, that'll help a marriage out because a lot of people wait till it's too late and just let the person just continue to do what they're going through you know instead of right. Up yeah, you make a ways.
3: no. You make a good point there, you know, and try to handle it. Keep short accounts, and this is what's why Scripture teaches us, Chris. And I know you know this, but in Ephesians four, we're supposed not to let that sun go down on our wrath, meaning don't let it go over and over and over again, and you don't deal with it. Deal with that thing in a timely manner. So that's a good word. All
9: right. I
3: appreciate you I'm making. Just, it.
9: You know, I'm just keeping hope alive, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to give up because yep. I know. I know what I've done, and I know how we we became attached. We we became attached because we started praying together, going to Bible study together, and then I got too comfortable, and then I started, you know, things started to happen when you get too comfortable. Well, you're You're resilient.
3: You're resilient, and I believe that marriage can bounce back. You keep that hope alive and keep yourself in prayer. Even though you may not be doing it together as much, you can continue to do that, and God can change the situation and turn it around thanks for hanging with me today, Chris, and to the rest of you, thank you so much for tuning in to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you give us resiliency, you give us strength to bring us back, and we ask, Lord, that you would do that for every one of my listeners. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you.